welcome to our podcast. It's a retrospective look across the autism spectrum. Um, talking with my partner in crime, Jen. Hi, Jen. Hi, Kelly. Hi, everybody. We are talking um, this month about employment for our kids as our kids age up. And um, last week on our podcast, we had the pleasure of um, meeting some young men that were starting their own business, making aprons and masks and t-shirts. And man, they're taking off. All of a sudden I see them in the news. They're all over the place, aren't they, Jen? Yeah, they are. And I, I was so inspired. I spent like a whole paycheck afterwards online on all their merchandise. I know I have very cool. <laughs> I know I have in my in my cart with them already aprons and shirts for holiday gifts. Awesome. So those um, there was a group of young men who have grown up in St. Clemente and known each other forever, and their longtime family friend and caregiver helped them start their own business. That's one way our kiddos um, find employment, but there's other ways that they do too. And I get to introduce. Um, the executive director of the new Vista School, a uh, school here in California, and it also is run by my husband. Hi, honey. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yes, this is, uh, this is a family business for Bill and I. We're all in, in our lives, and our careers, and we met on the board at New Vista School a long time ago in 2005 or six. Is that right? Yep. So um, tell us about your school and then talk a little bit about your career academy that you've started and with your partner, Marcos. Sure. So uh, New Vista School was launched in 2006. It was originally called Lamont Academy, and it was really a K through 12 school for anybody with uh, disabilities. And in 2006, they changed the name to New Vista School to focus on higher functioning autism grades uh, six through 12. And uh, it's been very successful. Um, again, that's how Kelly and I met is she served on the executive board and I served on the foundation board and executive board at a later time. And it's a labor of love. Uh, back in 2006, there were probably 15 to 17 students on campus. And uh, now we're, we're an NPS school, which means we're a non-public school. We get referrals from uh, districts uh, as a uh, as um, a referral source as opposed to just um, students having to find us, which has been great. So about twenty five percent of our student population are NPS students, um, and we now uh, we have about eighty students, which is a, uh, close to our capacity, which has been fantastic. And one of the things that we found was. Uh, New Vista does a very good job of educating the students. It's really about filling educational gaps that they may be missing in the school districts. And uh, we have individualized programs that address how the students should learn and a lot of focus on social skills. But what was happening is these students were leaving New Vista and, and floundering in the real world. They, uh, they were struggling in college. They weren't, uh, they didn't have any um, uh, direct access to employment, and we're having difficulties uh, uh, at post New Vista. So I, I'm going to say three or four years ago, the New Vista Career Academy was launched. And that focus is uh, all vocational. Uh, we're a regional center vendor. 
And the focus is to uh, work with students or adults who have graduated high school that are looking for instruction and internships on vocational life skills and, um, and working with local community partners. And so we do a lot of work with nonprofit organizations for general skill building. And then our goal is to find their interest. Marcos, who's the program director, works very closely with the families to identify their interests and work with them over an eight to nine month period to get general skills together, um, soft skills, what it means to be a good employee, what, uh, how do you read a schedule, how do you uh, dress, how do you, uh, what is important to be a team player and be on time. And, and then he starts working with the families to find out what their exact interests are. And our goal is to find those employment opportunities that meet the needs and interests of the students. And uh, it's been very successful. So if a student comes through and we get them trained up and he says, I really want to work at the zoo, then Marcos and I will go to the zoo, we'll find a, a position, and we'll have a one-on-one -on -one job coach that goes with them uh, until they feel comfortable hiring that individual uh, on their own. So it's been great. Uh, when Marcos and I started working together, we had about four or five employees that, or I'm, I apologize, four to five students that were at the academy and I think Marcos, we're, we're hitting about 30 right now with, with another 20 uh, wanting to come wow. in. So Marcos and his team have done a fantastic job of working with these students, getting them into the community, and then doing classroom studies um, uh, during the day. Tell us a little bit. Um, so let's say if a new family comes to you with their, with their adult child and says, help my child get employed. What do you, what are the steps you take when you first meet that child, that adult child in the family? So, I mean, the first step in the process is just having a simple conversation. In today's world, that uh, is not so simple. So that means maybe we meet on Zoom, maybe we meet in person at one of our different facilities. And we just initially have a conversation. This is who we're about. And, you know, we want to learn about the person that you're bringing before us. We want to hear about their goals. Um, if they have any special abilities or talents, we want to hear about that. If the person has interests or hobbies that can be formed into talents, well, that's part of what we want to talk about. And then after we have our first initial meeting, we generally ask for a follow-up visit, um, offering our clients three days before uh, making a decision. And generally, we like to request that our um, visitors would join us on a Tuesday and a Friday Tuesdays are the um, production days at the farms that we're working at. So that's where you can really get to see um, the program in its full swing. And everything that we're doing at the farm, all of the food raised goes on to benefit Anaheim. And, you know, I want my kids to know that. So typically we ask for Tuesdays. And then Fridays, you know, Monday through Thursday is all about, you know, work building, gaining. And then Thursdays is all about camaraderie, fun building. And so... I ask for a Tuesday and a Friday so that way, you know, our clients can see both sides where, you know, you see that we're a vocational program and that, you know, we have applicable purpose, but at the same time, life isn't all about work. So we also reserve Fridays just to be able to squeeze in that, you know, that bit for social gain. Talk about the farm. So the farm is super cool. Um, we have two farms that we're working at right now. One is Renewable Farms Anaheim and the other is Gold Coast Farm in Aliso Viejo. And the best thing about these farms is that um, they're using sustainable innovative technologies. 
Um, not to get too far into, um, you know, the future of food, but these are innovative technologies that are more likely to be around for us in the future. So I want my kids to be exposed to those technologies. And what we're doing is everything from crop rotation, seed planting and harvest. And then when we say we have, you know, maybe a different track, we have certain clients that um, in the past, they went and established a whole Wi-Fi network um, at the farm where the manager, the owner can now tap into his phone and control everything from the farm regulation systems to the lighting and sound. And that was all developed by our kids. Um, now, what this farm does for us is it offers a, an environment that we would be able to teach foundational skill values. This is where we learn how to do all those basic tasks, how to work in a team environment. And if we have anybody who has the interest or need, this is where we talk about health and fitness. Um, at our farm in Anaheim right now, we're, um, we're offering uh, farm fitness. So we have a football coach on our team who Mondays, Wednesdays and Thursdays, he's out running high intensity interval training. Um, so, you know, on one end we're doing impact work and on the other end we're doing self skill building. So awesome. Uh, I, I'm just thinking of my son is um, about to graduate in December from the transition program. I'm just like, oh man, sign me up. <laughs> oh no, for sure. And it's such a fun experience. I would tell you, you know, if you just want to stop by for a visit, um, yeah. just, you know, swing by, say hi. It's an aquaponics farm. So, mm -hmm. you know, we have six different beds that have um, koi in them. So, you know, part of it, we're feeding the koi. The other part, you know, we're talking to our clients about how, you know, we feed the koi, the koi produce the ammonia, which, you know, eventually becomes nitrate nitrite after it's broken down in the tables. And so we're talking about the cycles of life here. Um, so, you know, there's, you know, so much that we can be able to talk about. And if we're not talking, we get to hear the waterfalls and that's pretty cool too. That's so, awesome. you know, there's just always something fun going on at the farm. That's one of my favorite parts about your program is the farm work that you do and how you fully integrate the whole experience. But you guys at New Vista also do something where you hire back former students, I know, and you also really involve veterans. Right. Talk about that. Um, so you're, you're right. I mean, we kind of feel like this is a full circle um, uh, event that we're putting together if, if students are exiting New Vista and um, are looking for one, we, we also support them as they go into college. So uh, if, they, if they leave here and they enroll in a community college, we, we allow them to have one foot on our campus, one foot on their campus where we're supporting them in, in topics um, and, and programs and classes that may be difficult for them. So we're not just leaving them hanging. And we, uh, on the New Vista side, we've hired two or three ex-students have come back and are tutoring math or part of our media arts program. And we have one that's actually working with Marcos as a job coach up at the Career Academy. And Marcos is a, is a military veteran and he's just found a really unique niche of hiring veterans who are looking to get reacclimated back into society. And so I've got uh, you know, autistic students that need assistance from veterans and veterans who are getting benefit out of working uh, with the autistic students. It's, uh, it's tremendous. These are very dedicated people. I've never met such a team that um, just are totally embraced in what we're doing and supporting our students. And Marcus has done a fantastic job of developing this team 
and and really driving the program forward. I know. I'm so proud of you all. <laughs> I love it so much. Um, all right. So Marcos, um, Jen's son, Dylan, he's 21. Um, Jen, do you want to describe him to Marcos a little bit? And then let's hear, you know, you ask the questions and Marcos, how would you guide Jen as a parent? Like, yeah, so- I, I really want to hear like, you know, so parents listening to this can know what, what to look for, ask for when they're looking for programs for their kids. Yeah, so Dylan's come a long way. He, um, he definitely has um, a history of a lot of behaviors. Um, he definitely is um, one that relies on structure and routine. One thing that just stuck out as soon as you said you were military, I was like, you know what, that's a, actually a really good fit for my kid and many kids that I know, um, because he would, um, I believe, you know, respect that and follow along with that type of structure um, and much needed. It's interesting because as you do IEPs, especially um, moving into just even the transition program, they do a lot of assessments and testing. And actually the one thing that kept coming up when they asked Dylan what he wanted to learn and you know job training was to work with animals and so that's always been a thing for him he's always connected with the animals he likes animals much more than people <laughs> and um he's very even though he does have you know some aggression sometimes towards um people he's always been very very self-conscious and very gentle with animals and he did horse therapy for like many years when he was young and um, in his transition program, he did volunteer up to the pandemic at the OC animal care. So um, he was both cleaning like the cages and the facility, but also interacting with the animals, feeding them, you know, um, grooming them, petting them. So it definitely seems like, you know, another thing he also is into is um, gardening. He learned to do that in high school. And so um, he has a, more of a green thumb than I do. <laughs> but um, he definitely likes to um, learn how to garden. And then with that, he does cooking classes. So he likes to go for CBI to first they get things out of the garden then they make a recipe, they make their list, they go either to the farmer's market or the store, get the rest of the food and learn how to cook. So I would say those are his two big passions, eating and, um, and then playing with animals. So how would you guide um, an individual that does have some behaviors like to um, a good path? So, I mean, first off, congratulations to you and your families and, you know, kudos to your successes and keep up the good work. It sounds like your son has, you know, a ton of potential and, you know, has been working diligently on, you know, any sorts of challenges you might be seeing today. Um, this is generally where I reassure our parents that we're people working with people and, you know, we get conflict. Um, we understand working with challenges, um, you know, a benefit of, well, you know, I get to say this now, but, you know, benefit of being a disabled veteran, I have a little bit of insight. Um, into some of the challenges you described. Um, if I had a perfect world, I would probably hang around animals all day too, <laughs> but it's just not the world we're living in. So, you know, we have to be able to, um, you know, get out there and, you know, be part of something um, to be able to attach ourselves to a purpose. And 
with your son in mind, um, he's already inclined to, um, you know, want to work with nature. Um, and there's nothing wrong with not wanting to work with people. Um, you know, I've worked, with, we've all worked with so many people and, you know, we get it. There's sometimes there's people that are just better fits. Um, you know, I get everybody from the social butterfly who's ready to be a Disney princess or, you know, along those lines, all the way to the person who probably wants to work in a warehouse or a motorcycle shop, um, warehouse because he doesn't want to talk to people or motorcycle shop because maybe, you know, she says things that are better offset in a motorcycle shop. Um, <laughs> um, that sounds like Bill. <laughs> so exactly. So it's just like, Hey, let's just stop and recognize that we're talking about people. Um, these aren't, you know, only special need issues. These are young adult issues. Um, you know, we just get to see it, you know, in its grand form. And so this is where I, you know, get to reassure our parents that, you know, that's energy, that's potential. And, you know, if they're committed to, you know, working to address their behavioral challenges, then it sounds like, you know, we have all of the focus we need to be able to effectively work forward. Um, now, keeping in mind that, you know, it may come to a decision where, you know, certain families might just decide to, um, you know, just keep things within a range that would be manageable over time. Mm -hmm. So before I even get into talking about employment, I might ask along the lines of um, how do they feel about volunteer services? And in this case, we have somebody who enjoys it. So are we doing this consistently as a hobby? Are we, you know, applying structure to what we're doing? And in this program, I know we mentioned OC Park, and they have a um, they have a progressive volunteer program. So something I would ask to follow up is, are you part of that program? Um, I'm just learning about it. I was at the OC Park earlier this week, and I found a goose with a broken leg, and I caught it, and I handed it off to some volunteers, and they mentioned that they're in desperate need of more volunteers. Okay. So I would tell somebody, you know, like. Um, Jen say, hey, like, I was just at the park and, you know, there's a need for that. Mm -hmm. And by the way, you know, there's like so many program resources out there. Maybe there's a way that, you know, in the future, your son could potentially do this for pay. And if not for nothing, you know, we're at the starting point. So let's intern it. Let's check it out. And, you know, in that time, we're going to see about, you know, is this more of a hobby or is this something that we want to structurally work towards? I love and that. I'm so old, Marcus that in the 90s, I used to support adults and they went to sheltered workshops and they screwed nuts and bolts together and then unscrewed them and then screwed them and then unscrewed them. Yeah, no, I <laughs> and that's what it. we um, used to do. <laughs> so I counted nuts and bolts for my first two years in the Marine Corps because that's what I was made for. And <laughs> <laughs> I realized that's not what I was made for. <laughs> I just, I like the creative thinking now and the idea that you're bringing that our kids can do anything. Mm -hmm. And if we find Absolutely. their passionate interests, whether I love the angle about if it's a hobby or a career mm -hmm. and sorting that out, I hadn't thought about it that way. Um, but it's, you know, just 30 years ago, we were not even thinking this way about our right. kids. You know, I've, yeah, I'm almost 30 years in my career working with adults and children and you went to the sheltered workshop or you stayed at home with your parent and didn't do anything. So just the, you know, the, the idea that, you know, we expect and will provide these young adults, either volunteer or employment around their interests and passion is huge. Jen, the, uh, the other thing that's interesting about your question is we already have established partnerships with 
companies that are doing food, food service, um, and animals. So we we have a, a relationship with the Santa Ana Zoo. And and if we didn't, and Dylan was like, I really, you know, want to go work at Amazon, then mm -hmm. then my job with Marcos is to go find that opportunity. And I think that's one of the things that differentiates our program is how individualized we are. Is it's not 25 exactly. people that go out and do the same thing, but mm -hmm. what are your needs? What are your interests? We go look for a champion at the company, like Marco said, and establish these long-term relationships and break down the barriers of fear um, because a lot of employers are uncomfortable. They don't, you know, they don't know what they're, what they're doing. And we break that down and we have some fantastic partnership, but already we have animals and food, um, which has been great. What I think is right. cool what you're saying is um, because, you know, just looking around at different options already is that you're not just trying to teach the individual like, oh, here's how to fill out a job application. You're really like digging deep to find out, you know, what their interests are, what their skills are, what, you know, their passion is. And you're taking it to the next step to not just say, okay, go look for this. Like you're helping them find the right path and then you're educating also the community and different employers and companies about you know how great our kids are and how much they can accomplish so it's definitely extremely motivating especially um since I'm in the home stretch of this and <laughs> and Kelly I you know I had to you know give kudos to Kelly because she um worked with my son forever and definitely during um, some wild times. And, um, you know, she, she really has done a lot to bring him to where he is now. So I'm so excited about what you guys are doing. It's very inspiring as a parent. So thank you. It's super oh, Thank you. I, I think we just sort of figured out like some taglines for you guys, Bill, like something like your passion is our purpose or <laughs> you, know, you can go wherever you, wherever your dream takes you. I don't know. <laughs> no, but but you really right. can. Yeah, you're, you're right. I mean, that's the whole, that is the premise of the program is, and Marcos is fantastic of working with the families, understanding the, the student, getting their interest. And then we stair step to where we think they can go. I mean, it's not, we're trying to frankly avoid, you know, flowers and sweeping and, mm -hmm. you know, the stuff that our kids get pushed into. Uh, these, these students have a lot of abilities and it just takes a little more time, a little more focus, a little more attention. And I think we can, we can get people into some nice careers doing, uh, pre-COVID, we, you know, Marcus had students working at law firms and um, you know, uh, and other areas that were, you know, uh, offered a lot more abilities for our students is really nice. It's so inspiring. Thank you all for joining us on our podcast today. Thank you for having oh, us. Yeah, thank you. Thanks, honey. You're welcome. <laughs> and one other piece in that, um, that uh, we just recently started is we're now getting into a community marketing so, you know, now we're able to be to teach our, our clients, you know, not just how to be able to function on the job, but if we have anybody who might, you know, be interested in entrepreneurship, who might need certain business skills, um, we're now teaching everything from seed to start. And, and um, that means like literally we're teaching people how to plant seeds. And then we're now starting an upcycling program where 
we work with the veteran community, get them to cup wine bottles. So we're repurposing these wine bottles, bringing them back to our kids and now saying, hey, now it's time to get on our artistic game. So, you know, get down on your crafts. And then next, we're going to talk about marketing. Um, that might mean social media marketing for some clients. It might mean going to the actual job site over, like, say, at Monarch Beach Market and actually maintaining that space. And next month, um, we're spotted for a, a community marketing where this, um, this event generally sees about 500 to 1,000 people. And I'm not sure what it's going to look like this year, but something we are sure about is that we're going to show our kids how to get the job done. You know, we're going to take you out there and we're going to teach you how to make transactions. And if we don't find those jobs, we're going to work to create them. Very can, cool. Can you guys uh, create a marketing department and help Jen and I market our podcast? <laughs> oh, yeah, we probably have students, that uh, clients that can do that. <laughs> so we're already working on that. So not even kidding. If you're interested in it, um, nope. absolutely. Let's see about it. Um, we're, we're doing marketing. I mean, it was a new Vista student who's now an employee that taught me how to do this whole podcast thing. It was Cameron. So <laughs> they have the talents and skills we need. Yeah. So think of us. Okay. For sure. <laughs> okay. Thanks everyone. Have a great Thank day. You. Thank you. Thank you.